0: I'm going to borrow from one of Brother Copeland's uh, sermons the other night. It was just such a blessing to us. Uh, you know, sometimes we are always looking for, like, the latest and greatest truth or some wild thing you've never heard before and uh almost become like revelation junkies, you know. And it's okay to be... I believe we've only scratched the surface of the revelation of Jesus. and And the things of God, you know, we don't we don't know it all. Anybody who has a, oh, I've heard that before, I've done that, you know, you want to stay away from them because there's some kind of pride issue there that will lead everybody and the blind leading the blind, everybody falls in the ditch, right? So we want to be open. We we thank God for what we know, what we think we know, (laughs) and stand on that, and then we want to be open to uh, some maybe some facet of truth that we haven't seen. And I just believe that um, there's always more, amen. There's always something great that we haven't seen about God, about salvation, about our redemption, about righteousness, amen. About healing and and prosperity. There's uh, there's things that we just and grace, amen. There's things we don't know that we want to know, and uh, that's why our prayer should be the same as the Apostle Paul's in Ephesians when he said that I may comprehend. With all saints, the height, depth, width, and breadth of God's love. And uh, if you think you've got it all covered, you know, you need to be the first one in the altar today for being deceived. Because <laughs> uh, nobody has all truth. But uh, oftentimes, uh, when we're going over something that maybe is a familiar passage of Scripture, a familiar topic, uh, we can learn... Uh, something that maybe we haven't seen just by going over the same truths and the same scriptures. So I got a lot out of Brother Copeland's message the other day, and I thought I'm going to do a spin on that with my own touches and see what we come up with for Sunday. All right. So here we are on Sunday. All right. Uh, look at John 14. Um, uh, there's a couple of scriptures listed in your bulletin there, but I added some <laughs> this morning. Uh, look at John 14. We're gonna first talk about the prayer of petition. Now, when, anytime we're talking about prayer, uh, I know that, um, Brother Hagan used to have prayer seminar. And, uh, that, I don't know, at some point that just kind of, uh, uh, I, I guess Winter Bible Seminar sort of took, incorporated that and took, took it over. But I always enjoyed the prayer seminar. We used to have the prayer seminar at Ramah, and I always enjoyed it because there was so much revelation and so much good, solid, foundational teaching that came out of those seminars. Yeah. And one of the things that he used to open up with, and if you've read any of uh, Hagen's books, you'll see this, is um, that a lot of people have the attitude, especially in traditional circles, we have the attitude that, well, prayer is prayer. In other words, just pr- let's just pray. Well, now I don't mind. Let's just pray as opposed to no prayer. Amen. You know, sometimes if you've got a parked car, and it's going the wrong way. You have to go the wrong way a little <laughs> bit to turn around and get at least you're moving, you know, and, uh, I know that we, I've been in San Francisco before years ago and you, you park on those, you park on those hills. And you always turn your wheels towards the curb so that if Gertie gives up the ghost on the, on the brakes, you know, at least it's going to run into the curb and stop it. And, um, but I found that it's easier to, to maybe go, I want to go that way. It's easier to go down to the bottom of the hill and turn around and and then go back up to try to turn, make a U turn in the middle of a street that's at a 45 degree angle <laughs> heading to the, to the San Francisco Bay, you know. So if you've ever been in a hilly city, you know what that's like, parking on those streets. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I agree. People say, well, let's just pray. Well, amen, let's pray. I mean, I, I on the other hand, I've seen Word of Faith people get so hung up on the rules of prayer that they can't even pray freely for fear of they're going to say it wrong or pray it wrong or whatever, and then they end up not almost shutting down. You know what I mean? In their heart, shutting down, not praying at all because they're afraid that the prayer Nazi is going to, you know, embarrass them and correct them in front of everybody. So we don't want to go there. There's extremes on everything. Amen. So the one extreme is you, you get so rule bound with prayer uh, and the types of prayer that you, you you say, this is over my head. I I don't know if I can do this. I, I You know, you don't even know what to do. The other ditch, however, is the ignorance factor of, well, prayer is prayer, it doesn't matter. God sees the heart. Well, I could buy that if the Bible said that, but it doesn't. Nowhere does the Bible say, it doesn't matter, God sees the heart. God does see our heart, that counts for something. But if there, if there, if there wasn't going to be a need for instruction on praying for the highest and best results, it wouldn't be in the Word, and yet it is in the Word. Amen? Uh, the disciples felt that they didn't know how to pray properly, remember? And they went to Jesus, and they said, uh, teach us how to pray. Teach us the prayers that you pray. And he said, okay, here's one. <laughs> now, that wasn't the only one. It's the one we, you know, revere the most, the Lord's Prayer. But, you know, he said, here's how to pray, you know, and he gave them the Lord's Prayer how to pray. Well, that's not the only prayer. Some people think that's the only prayer in the Bible. Uh, and it's not. And uh, we also have to pray from a foundation of Jesus' finished work. Amen. And not no, don't pray like Old Testament that's looking for the Messiah to come. Pray as though you believe that he has come. The Comforter has come. The Holy Spirit is hooked up with us. Amen. Even when, um, you know, maybe Abraham prayed or Moses prayed, uh, they're praying from a different foundation than what we get to pray from. Amen. We are saved. We are filled with the Holy Ghost. We have God dwelling within us and we can pray. Amen. Uh, according to that foundation of, and we can pray from a place of victory. We're not praying to get the victory. We have the victory. Jesus is our victory. Jesus overcame the whole world. He overcame death, hell, and the grave. And He's in us, and we're abiding in Him. And that's our foundation where we're doing all prayer from. Pray from victory to victory, not from failure to victory. Amen? Because you'll just feel, if you're not careful... You'll just start whining to God about your problems. Uh, I've done it. Hey, shoot me, you know, but, uh, not in the church. It's too messy. But, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, we've all, we've all done that. We've all, we've all prayed from a place of desperation. And uh, sometimes that's okay if you start there, but get out of there. Don't stay down in that place of woe is me. You know, you might want to say, "Lord, I'm really having a hard time. I really need your help. You know, I'm just I'm, is really difficult." But get out of that difficult talk over to, you know, I'm so I, I want to thank you and rejoice what you've done for me. You know, you've saved me, you've filled me, you've healed me, you've provided for me. You're leading me and guiding me into all truth, and then begin to say, "I thank God that the steps of a righteous man and a righteous woman." or ordered of you, and that where I go, there's a purpose for it and a reason, and I thank you, Lord, for leading and guiding me. Amen? Amen. And you can get get out of your mully grubs over into faith. Yes. Have some faith with your praying. Anyway, like Brother Hagan said, a lot of people say, well, prayer is prayer. What do we need a prayer seminar for? In fact, you know, we might ought to talk about uh, having a prayer seminar here. Amen? Because, you know, three days or something. We had one one time, and it was really good. Praise God. With uh, Chip Pace, hallelujah. <laughs> it was really good. Prayer, uh, uh, the prayer, the different prayers. So, you know, uh, again, saying prayer is, prayer is like saying sports is sports. Well, let's get together Saturday here, out, you know, outside in the parking lot. We're going to play some games. Well, what games? Well, we're going to have some sports. Well, what sports are we having? Well, sports is sports. So, you you know, everybody bring some kind of a, a you know, So one guy shows up with a golf club, somebody else has got a football. Somebody else has a baseball and a bat. Somebody else has, you know, a tennis racket. Well, before you, you know, what game are we going to play? Well, let's just play. Well, you're going to have mass confusion because the games of golf, the rules for golf are a little different than the rules for baseball. (laughs) Amen? So that's like saying sports is sports. No, it's not. There's different games that are played With different equipment, different rules, and different goals. Amen. And so it's the same with prayer. So thank God we can know our, our main scripture doesn't need to be let the ignorant remain ignorant. That doesn't need to be the main, our, our, our foundational scripture, but we can be taught and, and in the word and in faith. Amen. And understand some things so that we're more effective and. Some prayers uh, if you tried, to, for example if you tried to pray the uh prayer of consecration and uh, dedication if you took the rules for that remember Jesus prayed that prayer in the garden nevertheless not my will but thine be done if you if you apply that rule to the prayer of faith you don't have any faith you can't pray faith and say oh, I I'm, I'm believing I'm claiming this I'm believing God for this nevertheless not my will and people try to smoosh all that together and you end up out of, you're, you're, you're in outer space somewhere. So there's, there's prayers of consecration and dedication, which are different than the prayer of faith or the prayer of petition claiming something. Amen. Uh, in, in, in the name of the Lord. So I'd like to say this about all prayer. Is this helping you today? Any kind of, I, I'd like to say about all prayer that we need to, that uh, faith begins for all prayer. Faith begins where the will of God is known. And so sometimes people like to add to the end of a prayer, uh, you know, if it be thy will. Why don't you look up the will of God first before you pray? God's word is his will. Find a scripture that is a promise. You know, we love to sing standing on the promises until we go to pray them. And then, well, we don't know. You never know, you know, what God's going to do. We almost describe God as schizophrenic. Like, you just never know. He's wild. He's like flaky. He just, he'll just one day bless you, one day curse you. You never know. Well, I don't know how you have any faith in an atmosphere like that. And, um, you, you can't. So the thing is, find the will of God first. And, you know, I understand there's emergencies and things that have to be taken care of quickly. But most of our prayer life, there's a little bit of space of, 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 of time economy there. That we can uh, time value. That we can actually take a minute. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to prayer. Get I always say get a little spiral notebook or something. If you can date it, because some sometimes you want to go back in that journal and look and see when your prayers are manifested. You want to look and see when you prayed it for your testimony. <laughs> Amen. And you go back and you go okay, you uh, you know August 6th, uh, uh, 2023. You know, at uh, 3.30 in the afternoon, I, I prayed uh, about the situation with fill in the blank. And, um, and then you can write down scripture references or the whole scripture if you want to take time, or at least look it up in the word and mark it. This is the scripture I'm standing on. Let's say it's for healing. Well, Isaiah 53, four and five says, surely he hath borne our sicknesses and carried our pains by his stripes. We were healed. And I'm standing on that. So Lord, I am bringing the prayer of petition about my healing. And I'm, and I'm asking you to let your healing power flow into me. I receive it by faith. It already belongs to me. Jesus bore it on the cross and gave it to me. Hallelujah. So you preach yourself into a little bit of victory. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. And then you pray your prayer. Praise God. All right. So let's look at this. uh, John 14, um, verses 13 and 14. On the prayer petition, We want to do everything by faith, right? Amen. Not just wonder and amazement. Whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father... May be glorified in the son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Amen. Anything in my name, I will do it. Praise God. So you say, well, how do you keep people from just being crazy and asking God for something that's, that's not, that's not, uh, righteous, uh, uh an unrighteous request? You know, like, well, anything. Well, I'm asking the Lord, for, uh, Bob and Sue's marriage to break up so I can take the guy's wife. So I'm praying that people do crazy stuff like that. And, and, and they'll take a scripture like that and they'll, they'll twist it into something weird. Well, the, God can't answer that prayer because he won't violate his word. Amen. So that obviously is not God's will. Praying for something sinful. Lord, let my drug dealer give, cut me a deal tomorrow. You know, half price day for Coke. No, I'm, you know, come on. That's, that's, you're not, you're not going to be able to pray that and get results because it's not God's will that you kill yourself off with, with substance abuse. So you you understand. Uh, So you, you can't take that and go willy wild with it. The years ago, probably, Fifty years by now, forty years. A lot of the criticism of the faith message and faith movement was, well, well, these people are saying you can just believe God for anything and get it, or, oh, 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 uh, 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 because they're, you know, maybe they're believing for something that's not God's will. Well, hey, that's that's a legitimate criticism, but where do you find God's will? Just uh, lick your thumb and hold it up and see which way the wind's blowing? No, you, you, you find God's will in His Word. Amen. Study to show yourself approved, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed. So you can get in the Word, find out. If you've got a need, look up. You can Google on your phone now find any scripture. we got the greatest concordance we've ever had on Google. And just put in a phrase or healing scriptures or something like that, and you'll find a whole list of stuff that pops right up there. And you can say, well, the, the Bible says this belongs to me. There's, there's rights and privileges as a believer. Yes. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not His benefits. Yes. Amen. Yes. He has been. There's benefits. You know, American Express Company had an advertising thing that they've been promoting for years. A slogan, you know, advertising slogan. Uh, membership has benefits. Yes. Well, being in the body of Christ has m- m- benefits. Yes. Being a child of God, there's benefits. Who, you know, who, who healeth all thy diseases, who, who, um, satisfieth thy mouth with good things, yes. th- renews your youth like the eagle. Amen. Yes. Praise the Lord. These are benefits. And so if you can find one of those benefits in the word, it's yours. It belongs to you. Pray as though you own it. Yes. Amen. It's mine. It's like your house. If you walk, if y'all went home today from church and there's three or four cars in your driveway, and all kind of people in there and going through your stuff and eating all your food and everything. You'd say, "No, wait a minute, this is my house. this belongs to me, not you, and I'm giving you two minutes to get out of here, you know uh so you uh, you better get them out pretty quick, and they had, all of a sudden they have rights, but anyway um you you have to you have to guard and and know what's yours, Amen. And so um knowing these things are yours. So I, don't you love that uh, promise there? Look at John 16. We'll go through a few scriptures today. I'm excited about this subject matter. <laughs> uh John 16:23 and in that day, talking about the day we live in here, this is the day the Lord has made, the day of the Lord. We're in that day, the day of the Lord. In that day, you shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you... Uh, he's talking about after he after he is sacrificed on the cross, after he uh, defeats the devil in hell, after he raises from the dead and seats at the right hand of God... He says, you won't ask me directly. You know, boy, it was something else trying to get some people to stop praying directly to Jesus. Now you can talk to Jesus and you can have fellowship with Jesus, but your prayer needs to go to the Father in the name of Jesus. Amen. Go directly to the Father. And I've heard, I've had people say to me, well, I, I you know, what a friend I have in Jesus. I, 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 I can talk to him, but oh, I'm kind of afraid of God. Well, your doctrine's wrong. He's your father. Go boldly to the throne of grace, that you may find grace to help in time of need. Say, "Abba, Father, Father God, you're my father." If you want to call him Daddy God or Papa God or whatever, I've heard all that, and people try to get everybody to, to follow them. <clears throat> stop with that. But anyway, um, whatever whatever term of endearment you would use. To your father, you could use to Father God, Amen. And 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 say, you know, it's just it's English. Come on, folks. Um, uh, so whatever whatever word that you would use for for Father, um, or you know, if you want to be more formal about it, Heavenly Father, whatever, fine, be formal. Uh, uh. It's, it's, the, it's uh it, it's it's the heart that does matter. And it's what, what your understanding that matters. Amen. And say, Father God, I come to you as your very own child. You're my very own father. I'm your very own child. I'm your heir. I'm a joint heir with Jesus Christ. And I come to you in the name of Jesus. Because if I use his name, it's the same as if he is the one petitioning. And in fact, he will join with you if it's in accordance with the Word. Not, I want that guy's wife. Some weird thing. Or I'm claiming to be the pastor of the church. Well, claim on, unless God puts you in, you, you're you not. <laughs> and somebody might say, well, I'm more qualified. That might even be true, but you're not it, you know. Praise the Lord. Read the certificate on the wall and weep. But... uh Praise God. But, uh, you know, you can't pray something that's not God's will from His Word because uh, whatever is not a faith is sin, and you can't have a foundation of sin to pray on. You have to pray on the foundation of the Word and, and faith. Faith begins, see, get this in your heart and soul and mind, faith begins where the will of God is known. Faith begins for the will of God. Otherwise, you're just hoping, you're wishing, you're desiring, and it could even be something that's not holy. Um, so, um, where were we? Okay, so that's what he means by in that day. So this is the day we're asking the Father in the name of Jesus. We're parti- our prayer of petition. Amen. Uh, I, I say to you, whatever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you he will give it you hitherto you have asked nothing in my name asking you shall receive that your joy may be full uh, one translation actually says that if god doesn't have it he'll make it for you that's pretty good isn't it look at first john now not the gospel of john the letter First John 5, and we'll deal with this will of God question. This is all on the prayer of petition. Amen. First John 5. And you can approach prayer, you know, as formally or as, or as, I don't want to say casually, but you can approach prayer as formally or as, um, Uh, A a better word, I I don't like the word casually, but in other words, uh, a a little bit more personal, (laughs) a little bit more uh, heartfelt than just, you know, maybe what you might hear in church with a lot of King James English embedded in the prayer, you know, and uh, years ago, you used to hear more of that, you know, Father, thou art, you know, this and that, and and I don't have a problem with that. Hey, you know, God's not messed up on on, Eng, on English or which period of uh, King Henry's reign it was, you know, established. But the 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 point is is that again that you're praying in line with the Word and your heartfelt prayer, Amen. You know, the Bible says in James that the fervent prayer of a righteous man. Uh, and in then, and the amplified, this makes tremendous uh, power available, dynamic in its working. So fervent, there. You know, we again, some of us Pentecostals, we think fervent means you know screaming and uh, you know almost until you know blood's coming out our throat to show fervency. Uh, fervent prayer can be very quiet. It doesn't have to be loud, and there's nothing wrong with loud. My mother is a loud prayer, and she can pray heaven and earth together. I don't have a problem with loud praying. I don't have a problem with soft praying. Come on, you know we, we've got to kind of grow up and say, well, that sister there, she now she was really fervent in her praying because you know she walked the backs of the pews to the you know and swung from the chandelier. Uh, but it, it may or may have not been uh, fervent. We don't know. It's only God, you know, can know. Amen. Fervent just means that you are sincere, you are focused, you are—I uh, 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 don't want to say excited because that's another tricky word—but in other words, you you are honing in on this prayer, amen. And you feel it from not not a physical feeling, but you sense it or feel it from your your gut, as we say. A, a gut, sometimes it's a, a prayer can be a gut wrenching experience, yes. Yes. especially in the prayer of intercession, which we're not getting into today, but the prayer of intercession can be gut wrenching because you're calling out on behalf of someone else that maybe it's a lost person, maybe it's a sick person, maybe it's a person that's about to take their life and you're standing, the Holy Spirit's using you to stand in the gap for that person and uh, you'll sometimes uh, Brother Hagan said he was praying one time like that and, and he began to say, lost, lost, I'm lost, I'm lost, and found out he was crying out on behalf of a, of a sinner who was still lost and, uh, that this person was crying out. And so Brother Hagan was able to step in there, stand in the gap for this person, so the Holy Spirit could send a laborer across this path and give him the gospel, give him an opportunity to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. Amen. So <laughs> these are great things for us to learn. And, you know, we can become skillful in prayer. We can become mightily used. You know, some, some people say, well, you know, at my age or whatever, what can I really do to contribute, you know, to the service or the church? But, you know, you can become a mighty prayer warrior. You might not be able to... <laughs> Climb to the top of the mountain anymore, or, or uh, surf on your surfboard, or whatever that you used to do when you were younger, uh, or ride a bicycle across town. But you can, you can, you can be a mighty force for God in the prayer room. Yes. Do you believe that? Amen. And in fact, I was thinking today as I was driving over. Um, I was thinking about prayers that were prayed by people who've already gone on to heaven and those prayers do not fall off the grid just because someone went to heaven. I believe that there's grandmother's prayers for their grandchildren that even after the funeral, (laughs) uh, the prayer is still valid and God will answer it. So some of our praying that we might do, we might not even see fulfilled in our lifetime, but but we're putting that prayer is a type of prophecy that we're we're, we are prophetically proclaiming the will of God in the earth, and that's why we don't need to take the attitude of well, America's down the tubes. There it goes, you know, the Democrats have ruined everything, and now you know that's, that's that's almost the attitude of a lot of believers and. You know, we who are conservatives and we who are, you know, uh, Christians here, you know, we're just messed up, and ruined. And it's just a matter of time where they come put a padlock on the church door and, you know, a swastika on the, I don't know. You know, it's, there are Christians that act like that. They're like freaking out over who wins the election. And, you know, I tell you who's going to win the election, whoever gets the most votes. Right. Yeah. There. That's how that usually works. Well, it's all, it's all rigged. Well, you don't know that, so just shut up. But the point is, uh, it's something you, you believe. Fine. Knock yourself out. Be a weirdo. I don't care. But my point is that we, we should say, hey, listen, this earth, God said the, the, the earth is mine. The fullness thereof belongs to God. The silver is mine. The gold is mine. All the cattle is mine. Praise the Lord you know and we need to have an attitude of well i know it looks bad i know it smells bad i know it whatever but i'm going to tell you what we're going to proclaim the goodness of god in the land of the living and we can say uh, the united states of america belongs to jesus <laughs> amen <laughs> and it does not belong to any political party and it does not belong to any government it belongs to jesus if the christians will pray out c- cry out to the lord and you know some things it might take forty more years to turn it back around and change it, but pray it out anyway yeah. It might be good for us to turn off the news and pray yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, that went over big Come on. all right, first john five where are where am I? Oh here okay, look at um. Verse 14, this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask, what, anything, some things, one or two things, little stuff, no, anything according to His will, now you could write in there, you could put a little, you know, upside down V, peak. (laughs) you could put Or in parentheses, word, capital W, O R D, according to his word, because his word, his will is his word and his word is his will. Okay. According to his will or his word, he heareth us. Now that's good because, you know, when Jesus prayed in front of Lazarus's tomb, you know, when he said, Lazarus, come forth, somebody said, it's a good thing he said Lazarus, because if he had just Spoken to the cemetery, come forth, everybody would have come out. (laughs) He had to specify who's allowed out today. But he said, Lazarus, come forth. And he said, when he prayed, he prayed, he said, Father, I thank you that you hear me always when I pray. And it says, if we pray anything according to his will, he hears us. Now, you say, well, what about fervency? Well, fervency helps, but... You're not going to pray every prayer at the peak of fervency. It's just not going to happen. But, Or or always Holy Ghost unction for that particular need. But you go ahead and pray it anyway. You know, maybe the best time to pray is when you don't feel like praying. (laughs) Well, I was going to pray and I just didn't feel it. Well, let's just get out a baseball bat and see what we can make you feel so that you can do better. My goodness, we're so hung up on how we feel. Like I've said, it only happens at church. There's a basket, an imaginary basket out front that's for brains. There are people walk into the church, they take their brain out and put it in that basket. And everything changes once they get in the building and something weird happens. Like some crazy thing. Like, you know. Because we don't go to work by how we feel. If we do, we don't have a job long. We don't. Stay in a marriage by how we feel, even though mine's easy because I'm living with scarlet. And we have a Texas marriage license. You should see this thing. You could wallpaper half the kitchen with it. It's so big. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. You know, everything's bigger in Texas, including marriage certificates. License. Anyway, you know, you, you don't, but you don't stay in relationships just totally based on feeling. Yeah. Or you wouldn't stay, you wouldn't stay married long. It would be impossible, wouldn't it? Because there's going to be days when you're going, I don't know if I feel about this person like I did, you know, a few days ago or whatever. They say something, they do something that irritates you. <laughs> and if you went by just how you felt, you would just get in the car and drive to, I don't know where. Don't go to Canada. It's cold up there. Um, I'm just saying, you know, they go, you know, you, you, just, you just think, why don't you just go somewhere? You know, please. So we don't, we don't go to work on feeling. We don't, we don't do anything else on feeling until it comes to the things of God and then we're hung up on feelings. Well, I just don't feel, you know, something's wrong at church. Well, what's wrong at church, Sister Maybell? Well, I just don't feel like I used to feel in the services. I think something's wrong. Well, did you ever think it might be you that's wrong? Like that old song, I know the Bible is right. Somebody wrong. I know the Bible is right. Somebody
1: wrong. <laughs>
0: Maybe it's you that's wrong. <laughs> Sometimes I've been the one that was wrong. Believe it or not, I know you find that shocking, as perfect as I appear to be. <laughs> oh, God, help us all. Uh, anyway, it doesn't say anything about uh, here about feelings. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, what? Whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we desired. The past tense of him, we're no longer desiring it because we believe we got it in prayer. Amen. And when we think about that issue, that thing... That healing, that uh, material need, or whatever, we say, "Oh, I've already covered that in prayer. I've got that." Pray, just hide and watch. Yes, Amen. Yes. And you know, you that are uh, regular folks that come to this church, you know, everybody in this sitting in this building has a testimony of of that working for them. Everybody here, because I, I know all m- most of your stories, and everybody that I know here. Has a testimony of that working Amen. and the manifestation of it. Yeah. What is this building? The whole property. Yeah. Praise God. You know, we went to the Lord in prayer, claimed it by faith, and in a hundred and what was 110 days, I think, I, I begged off a few extra days. 110 days we had cash to pay for this building from zero. And like 30 people, and that was stretching the truth a little, evangelistically speaking. <laughs> By faith, 30 people. And I think I made the Lutherans extremely nervous, but so what? They weren't nervous at the closing; they were happy. Yeah. Praise God! It took us 10 minutes. You know, if you pay if you pay with cash on a real estate deal, it takes like 10 minutes. You you sign three papers. I said, "Where's all the papers?" Because you know, usually you sign. You know, there's like a stack of papers and notaries and attorneys and CIA and FBI and IRS and <laughs> the Air Force, Navy, and the Army there. But, uh, man, with, with this, it was just like, oh, okay, you're done. Here's the key. It's yours. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, that's it. We, we asked something according to his will. It was his will, this church, have a permanent home, permanent base for our ministry. And here we are rejoicing. Amen. We're in heading into year six here. Praise the Lord. You know what a blessing it's been? Not to have to make a big fat mortgage payment every month. Oh my God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Did you get that? That's a good scripture for you to have, by the way. Now look at Philippians 4, 6. And then I'm just going to briefly touch on the prayer of agreement. We might pick it up again next week. Don't hold me to it, please. Because you know I say things like that all the time. And then the Lord changes me. I'm going to go with what he says. Amen. If you'll look at Philippians 4 and verse 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything... By prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be known un, uh, unto God. That would be a prayer petition, wouldn't it? Your request, a prayer request. I'm requesting uh, that you do this for me, Lord. And what's going to happen? The, the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. In other words, you're going to have peace because the thing you've been praying about is being answered by the King of kings and Lord of lords and Father God. Amen? All right, uh, just touch briefly here on the prayer of agreement. Uh, Look at Matthew 18 because I want to tell you that whatever we've just learned about the prayer of petition, all that applies to the prayer of agreement as well. Now, the difference is I'm going to get another believer to agree with me in faith and in prayer for the thing that I'm standing for. And sometimes that's just really helpful. If you have confidence, that's number one. You need to have confidence in the person that's uh, uh, agreeing with you. If you feel like you've got to drag them along, then, you know, you might want to choose somebody else. It's not personal. From the Godfather. It's not personal, it's just business. (laughs) Matthew 18, 18. (laughs) You make them an offer they can't refuse. All right. Matthew 18, 18. Barely I say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. We've got some authority here. What you're going to allow and not allow. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything, that they shall ask if it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there uh, am I in the midst of thee. Now, you know, my dad used to be the state overseer in the Church of God in uh, New Mexico and then later in Iowa, and um, sometimes some of those little churches, they'd have about two or three. So this was the main scripture they liked to read. <laughs> and it's, it's okay, but really it's it's a follow-up scripture to uh to verse 19 uh that if two or th- two or three are gathered together in my name in agreement i'm there in that agreement amen, amen. in other words the holy spirit is there with us amen so it' doesn't, it doesn't just mean for a church service it means for the sake of agreeing and 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 it's almost like you know you've heard the the uh, good housekeeping seal of approval. <laughs> well, what we have is the Holy Spirit seal of approval that two or three of us are agreeing in prayer on a thing, on an issue, on a need, and the Holy Spirit's there approving of our prayer. And Jesus uh, is constantly, consistently making intercession for the saints. Jesus is our advocate. It says the Bible in in in, in uh, uh, letters of John. He said we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, who is the propitiation for our sins. Propitiation meaning the price exacted by the judge that had to be paid to pay for the sin. Jesus was the price that was required, and he did it. He finished it. Amen. So Jesus, that that's what that word. If you if you're new here, that word that says to telespi, that's what that means. It's finished. It's, 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 it's as finished as it ever will be. It can't there's nothing that can be added to it to make it more finished and it'll never be any it'll ne- never be less finished. nothing. It's perfect. It's a perfect work. Glory to God. So we're in the perfect work, the perfect will of God because we're in the word of God. People say, well, y'all pray I'll get in God's perfect will. Well, get in the Bible and you'll get there. I can't just pray God just picks you up by your shoulders and turns you upside down and, okay, stand there. Now you're in the will. If you come over here, you're not. This just gets goofy. But if you get in the Word of God, amen, and, and do the Word. Be a doer, not just a hearer. Do a doer of the Word, not in your own strength but in not by my might not my power but by my spirit saith the lord i'm going to walk in the word as much as i can i'm going to uh, uh uh listen i'm going to follow i'm going to praise i'm going to pray i'm going to forsake not the assembling i'm going to uh, you know uh, be a tither or a giver i'm going to do all the things that i know to do to be uh, uh not 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 to er, merit or earn something from god because while we were yet sinners christ died for us but I'm doing it to get the highest benefit out of my membership here in the body of Christ. I'm not talking about the church, local church. I'm talking about the church universal. Amen. I'm in the body of Christ. I'm a child of God. I'm, uh, God the Father. Hallelujah. Is my Father. And, and I, I'm in. You, you still tell God sometimes, you know, God, I'm in on this. And, uh, even when I miss it, I thank you for your grace. Even when I misunderstand and do it the wrong way, I thank You that You love me anyway and You care for me and that You are leading me and guiding me into all truth. And Lord, as I enter into this prayer of agreement or prayer petition, Lord, I thank You that You're leading me in paths of righteousness where I should go and what I should pray and what I should do. And then when I don't have enough English to cover it, I can pray in the Spirit Hallelujah, I can pray in other tongues, and the Holy Spirit makes intercession for me. hallelujah, and that heavenly prayer language connects me with the heavenly host of heaven and i'm I wouldn't be surprised if some of the stuff we're praying if if the people in the grandstands of heaven uh, that you know according to Hebrews that are there cheering us on and the word is, is included in that too. I won't teach that today anyway. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if the hosts of heaven and, and angels are all just saying the same thing we're saying in agreement. Amen. And I'm telling you, you can bring heaven right down into your home. You can bring heaven right down into your car, into your uh cubicle where you work with Dilbert next door. You know, you can, praise God, bring all that... uh Heavenly host atmosphere, right in flood your what the air molecules you're breathing. Is this helping anybody? Praise God. Bring it in, bring it on. Say, Lord, I thank you. You know, I'm doing all I can do and know to say and pray, but I thank you that you lead me even into a deeper place with you. We used to sing that song, the faith movement, didn't like it, but it's an okay song to me. Just uh, closer walk with thee. You know, I don't know what's wrong with that song and people don't like it, but I think it's a good song. You know, just just Lord, I want to walk, I'm walking with you, but I want to walk even closer. Yeah. I hear your voice, but I want to hear it deeper. Yeah. I guess I can see how you can get off on it. But anyway, because we want to thank God for what he's done. But at the same time, be hungry. Is anybody hungry? I mean, you know, I mean, sometimes folks just seem so satisfied. Well, it's all done. Forget it. I don't know. Now, listen, it's done for a reason. So that we can be, this sounds like the army, be all that you can be in today's army. But be all that we can be in God's kingdom. All right, enough preaching. Glory to God. Let's lift our hands and thank God for the Word. Father, I thank you those that are watching by Internet. We're inspired today. Something that blessed them and helped them. And Lord, I, I, I pray for those in the congregation and also watching online. If you have a physical need, put your hand where you're suffering. Jesus will touch you there. And uh, those at home, you can do the same. And in Jesus' name, I take authority over all sickness and disease. In Jesus' name, I command blind eyes to open, deaf ears to unstop, lame legs to walk, cancers and tumors to dry up and disappear, uh, any kind of uh, bad cells, rogue cells, uh, overproductive cells to disappear and die. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, be healed and behold today. Uh, in the name of hearing uh, of, of people that claim that they're having uh, some reoccurrences of COVID symptoms and those things, I curse that in the name of Jesus, and I say that our country will not be overrun with a pandemic, and our our world not overrun with a pandemic again. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father, for your healing power and healing touch. Those that are being tormented by evil spirits and Negative thoughts or suicidal, those things in Jesus' name, be free. Be free in the name of Jesus. Satan, take your hands off of God's property in the name of Jesus. Those that uh, have uh, physical addictions to substances and, and drugs and alcohol and those things, in Jesus' name, be free today. Be set free from the power of the enemy. In the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you for your healing power. I thank you for delivering power. Those that do not know you today as Lord and Savior, Father, I thank you that they call on the name of the Lord today for salvation, that they call on the name of the Lord and receive the grace of God for the forgiveness of sins. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's lift their hands and praise God one more time. Thank Him today for His power, for His love. His goodness. If you have a, a financial or material need, I thank God that God's going to show your, show himself strong in your life this week. In Jesus name. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Uh, let's, let's close out with a, with a song and I get some singers to help. Help me, and then after that you can go have lunch. Praise God. (laughs) Amen. Let's sing I'm Full of Joy and I've Got the Victory. Amen. I'm full of joy and I've got the victory.
1: I'm full of joy and I've got the victory. I'm full of joy and I've got the victory now. Nothing but nothing, nothing can keep me down. Nothing can make me sad or wear a frown. I've got the joy and I've got the victory now. Right now. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. I'm full of joy, and I've got the victory. I'm full of joy, and I've got the victory. I'm full
0: of
1: joy, and I've got the victory now. Nothing but nothing, nothing can keep me down. Nothing will make me sad or wear a frown. I'm full of joy, and I've got the victory now. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! hallelujah 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 glory to God 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 I'm full of joy And I've got the victory I'm full of joy And I've got the victory I'm full of joy And I've got the victory Now Nothing but nothing Nothing can keep me down Nothing can make me sad Or wear a frown I'm full of joy And I've got the victory Serena. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Thank you, Lord. You, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Amen. Amen. God bless you as you go.